Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. and welcome back to Guild Fellows. We are out here today in a wonderful, wonderful side plot <laughs> in the barracks of the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, Sinead is with her ship, as a good captain should be, and the rest of the gang is hanging out in the room of the captain of the guard. Q, as usual, has charmed this person into being their friend. Uh, the captain of the guard uh, has mentioned a coup from uh, the <laughs> basically because the party gouged it out of them <laughs> through skill checks, and that is where we left off last. Um, as he mentions the coup, that that's that's all he mentions. But as he mentions that, he seems to look a little bit shifty and uncomfortable. Uh, the room is big enough to fit all of you in, but not much larger, and uh, it doesn't look like anybody else is around quite yet. So, without further ado, who wants to do what? Uh, could you maybe expand upon the coup? Uh, well, it's uh, I wouldn't say it's a coup. It's more of a military overthrowing the government and putting one in place that suits their interests better. That is literally what a coup is. It's called a military uh, yeah. coup. He, he, he like puts the dictionary away. <laughs> like, he just he doesn't see it. Um, he goes, well, in, in the sense that, uh, yes, but it's not, it's, it's not that it's a bad thing, and I think that that's, uh, all you need to know at this moment. If you would please leave the barracks, we were b very busy today. I feel like you could tell us more, I feel like you're not that busy. Uh, we're very busy playing, a, uh, <clears throat> uh, we've got a, it's cleaning day, the first... Sunday of every month is clean the barracks day, so we've got to get that done. I feel like 
I feel like you can clean later. I because I mean the thing is you just told me about this whole cool thing, and if I don't, if you don't answer my questions, I'm probably going to start asking around, and then people are going to want to know how I know, and of course I would never say anything, but then they'll know that we talk to each other, and I don't really, uh, I don't think that's in either of our best interests. While this conversation is so, happening, uh, Arthur is like quietly freaking out. Like, why is she not just like rolling with this? Like, please, like these are the people causing a cue, a, a cue, lol, causing a coup. Like, like, he's, like, visibly sweating, like, we should leave. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this episode, <laughs> Q in the Q, uh, that's, that's great. Um, so, the guy, the captain of the guard says, yes, that is a good point, but, um, we're very busy, and, uh, look, I, I tell you what I know, I don't know why, but I, I think... You're, I think you're. I, I think you're a good friend. I don't know why, but um, that's all I can tell you. So, do we have an agreement? We won't speak about this again. We can go our separate ways, please. I, is there something you want? I can give it to you. Just like just the like tiniest bit more of information, and then I swear, I swear I won't bother you ever again. So he, he's like, okay, okay, cool. Like I, I can, I can deal with that. And he goes, well. <clears throat> We recently got um, a significant amount of funding for uh, for our organization, and I and the others in the organization believe that we could run things better in Castile than the Church of the Prophets and the uh, and the King can. Um, the, the Inquisition is uh, more orderly. Uh, we have a better direction of how to run things, and. Frankly, we would do a much better job if we just uh, took the, you know, took the church leaders and the, and everyone in court captive and threw them in prison and uh, ran the country ourselves. And and where does this money come from? Um, wealthy merchant. And he goes, that's enough. That's enough. Wealthy merchant. So it's being funded by the Verdaci. Uh, he so he's like oh okay you know he's like waving his arms like you can tell that he is he got the way he is through like being good at military stuff and being like intelligent and uh, being a good soldier he is not a politician he's a horrible speaker and he's recognized he's already said too much so he goes please is that enough are we good <laughs> yes we're totally fine they won't tell people about your secret scary military coup although for the record I think it's going to go horribly and. I think the Inquisition is also poorly suited to uh, run this country. But, you know, it's not my business. Uh, 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 excuse me. I didn't excuse say... It. No, we said we're not going to talk to each other again. We're... we're I, I clean think, slate. Clean give slate. Me, I, I, uh, this is exactly how the French it, it, deal with conflict resolution. They just insult you really quickly and then insist <laughs> you're not having a conversation anymore. I know from experience at this point. <laughs> This is, the these are not the views of this podcast or everybody on it. I, <laughs> no, this is literally just Rob's analysis having known like one French person that was kind of rude. I do not I actually like the country of France, very beautiful. People are nice, but this is exactly how that conversation went. <laughs> um so <laughs> why were you having a conversation about staging a coup in Spain with a French person? Listen, when Rob? you get drunk in Germany with a French person, some weird conversations happen. Is all I'm gonna say. We'll we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> conversation for another time because I'm curious. Uh, anyway, so he goes, okay, okay, hold up, hold up. We are not 
poorly equipped to run mm-hmm. this country. We have a military, we've got leaders, we've got organization, ideology. We are fit and ready to run this country. Yeah, you're totally ready to run this country, sure. Don't say it like that. When you say it like that, I just I feel like it's not real. I, I don't know what you want from me. I, I want you to tell me sincerely that you and I, you, why am I, he, so he like realizes for a second, he's like asking this, um, this foreigner, this uh, person from Montaigne, like for validation for his life's work. And he goes, this is ridiculous. I, I know what we are doing. Um, please don't speak yeah. of this. It's better if it's a surprise. Less resistance that way. Of course not. You are totally certain of what you're doing. You're definitely not replacing one corrupt government with another corrupt government. And in no way are you questioning the principles that you spend your entire life fighting for. And whether or not uh, the desire for control is just going to lead to a different kind of oppression. You're totally sure of yourself. And I appreciate that. I respect it about you. Uh, okay, hold up. This, this, different kind. The of people in here are not. Are, are, even our peasants are doing well. I mean, things are really running great right now. It's not like there's oppression. The peasants are doing fine. Everybody's pretty happy here. I feel like the peasants would be doing better if they weren't peasants. But like you know, six and one half and another. It's again. It's again. You're very busy. I know you're very sure of yourself, and no way are doubting I, I, anything. I, 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 you're doing great. You're doing fantastic. And uh, I got the information I need. You got the information you need, and uh, I think we'll head out. Who said our government was corrupt? Who, who said that? Who said, is people saying that? Is that what they think of us here? I, you know, I'm, I'm just a visitor. I just, you know, talk about what I see. I call them like I see them. But um, I'm sure you'll do great. And I pat him on the side of the arm. Well, just, just because we're trying to throw a coup doesn't mean it's corrupt. <laughs> the entire party looks at him like, sure, buddy. <laughs> I just, I look at him and smirk. <laughs> great. <laughs> So he, he's pondering, like, if the government's not that bad, is it worth killing a bunch of civilians and then overthrowing the government to free, replace it with a more militant one? Um, he's sort of realizing that, you know, maybe we wouldn't, we'd probably be worse. But he's also, like, you know, he's kind of worked his whole life for this. So even if, obviously, this is probably a bad idea, um, it's probably going to result in chaos. And also, why would the Vodachi evil merchant fund this if it wouldn't result in more chaotic Castile? Like, he's sort of thinking this line, these lines. But he's also like, well, my whole life is for nothing if I don't come through with this. So he gets a stiff off her lip and stands up straight. And he goes, yeah, you're right. We will be an improvement upon the government and the people will fare better against our militant rule. Right? Yeah. Just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Okay, be gone with you. <laughs> I, I look toward my friends as I open the door. <laughs> I mean, I'm following behind you, Q, so I'm just going to go where you go. Um, I'm going to... Like, let me continue. I said, I'm going to like gesture for you guys to walk ahead of me. <laughs> um, and then before I sleep in, I'll be, or slip out, I will say, it was very lovely talking to you again. Smile. Close the door. <sighs> um, Giuseppe's like having a crisis where he's like very clearly picked up what's happening and he's like, man, like my country's about to throw another one into chaos. Do people value money? Is money this powerful? Wow. 
maybe we should stop worshipping money and and I don't know. But then again, I'm from Venice, so that's kind of my whole life as a merchant. Is he voicing I any of these aloud? No, absolutely not. This is just Giuseppe's Okay. voice, but the way he's... You can tell by the look on his face when you said, like, oh, so it's from Vodachi. And whenever, like, you can just tell from his facial expressions, the way he reacts to things. He's probably pretty unhappy about the implications. Um, Loriana's harder to read. Uh, she was just smiling the whole time. Um, and her her expressions are not, like, easy enough to read for me able to tell you what she's thinking. Um, but she is smiling a lot, so take that as you will. Um, okay, so you're walking out. The guard is, like, gearing up for war. It looks like they're about to storm the streets and take some hostages and stuff. Uh, someone's got some torches. They're ready to burn some stuff down. Uh, anything you want to do before you exit the barracks? Well, I'm not about to fight the guard, so no. Okay. Oh, boy. So, uh, you guys are going to exit. Uh, we're going to bounce to Sinead real quick. Sinead, anything you want to be doing, you are probably going to set sail relatively soon, unless there's anything else you'd like to do. Nah, I'm just getting the the ship ready, telling everyone what they need to do. All right. Uh, they're all like, oh, captain. Um, all of them. Every Oi, last Captain. one of them. Some of them have, like... Okay, here, I do have one thing for you that I was... thinking about so they a bunch of them tried to rearrange themselves from their buddy system dates that they set themselves up on um like bert from accounting is trying to like get next to sue from like rigging you know what i mean and then like so and so from uh yeah you know the 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 Yeah, you know, the, the, the one of the cooks is leaving the kitchen and trying to work next to one of the cannoneers. <laughs> um, well, how do you deal with this as a captain? I um I call them in for a meeting <laughs> and I rearrange them based on who I think they like who who likes who. that is exactly what I wanted you to say. So, Does this ship um... have an HR department? <laughs> <laughs> food's really hey, gone I'm to not shit doing anything since wrong. the riggers started Just cooking gotta. together. I don't know why every dish has rope in it, but. <laughs> okay, so here's here's what we're going to say about this is there'll be certain inconveniences you run against. Um so some you're going to find like God damn a piece it. of a, like a cannonball in your soup, but uh morale is going to increase so much that it's sufficient aid to keep track of. I will give you uh two extra raises to use on any uh sailing uh rolls with the ship so whenever i do those big collective everybody roll sailing Oh, hell things yeah. that i do whenever you guys like almost run into an iceberg or something um you get to add up to two of those so um I'm going to make a new column just for yeah sailing well you're raises. the captain of a ship so like you get you have to keep track of like your ship's stats and hp and, and you know Uh-huh. raises applied to that etc so bonuses uh, anything wrong with it Um, make a little box to say, like, is the ship on fire? Because, you know, I forget sometimes. No, I don't think it is. I think <laughs> we're good. um, and we seem to blow up ships a lot. You guys are very bad at, well, you're not too bad at it, but it's a lot of ships that burnt down around us in the recent times. Um, okay, so you guys are outside the barracks. Um, it's a very silent night. Um, anywhere you guys want to go, are you going to head back to the ship? 
probably want to head back to the ship. I think if we can take a route that's less um, peopled, so maybe we can talk as we're going to the ship. Like, we're not going to talk about a coup in the middle of the town square kind of vibes. Well, here's the thing. It's not. That's a good plan. You guys make take the route you know to be the path path of least resistance and least people, fewest amount of people. Um, you guys make it like five minutes into the journey, and you start hearing all manner of hooting and hollering. Um, you start to hear church bells ringing, uh, but not like the like the Christmas Day ones, like the for whom the bell tolls ones, like dong dong. You see soldiers running muck all over the city. Uh, you see uh, religious artifacts and all sorts of imp uh, important places in the city being set fire to. There is screaming in the streets as the Inquisition pours all throughout uh, the city of San Felipe. Um, the barracks themselves, uh, you cannot see them because you're a little bit away, but you can definitely close enough to hear, uh, you know what general direction they're in, and you can hear... Uh, people barking orders um, behind you. If you look, there are uh, there's hordes of these soldiers moving up the hill and into the church, and uh, the one that Arthur was in. You can see uh, soldiers moving into the political buildings. It looks like uh, there's doors being broken down. Uh, important city figures um, in the nicer houses. Uh, their doors are broken into and you can see people uh, dragged out and placed under arrest um, anybody with any sort of power seems to be uh, become under the control and, uh, and of the uh, of the Inquisition um, everything is a mess and there's people running amok around you guys of course have the option to just head to the dock as quickly as possible you can intervene somehow you can try and lay low you can do something or you can leave and get the hell out of dodge while you still can i would like to head to the dock as quick as possible i don't know how arthur's feeling arthur is right there with you i don't know why every city we dock at starts catching fire but it's been quite the trend yeah, perhaps we're cursed i say holding up my left hand yeah, I like hold mine up for a high five too. My my also cursed hand. You get a reluctant and slow high five from Q. Just a, little, a faint muted like. So, <laughs> like they're not gonna leave you hanging, but they're not gonna be happy about it. That's fair. So some of you guys is like rotted, like ashy flesh, like flakes off because it's like just ash and like. I um, have gloves. Just... Mine's wrapped. Oh, that's right. You have gloves. Oh my goodness, I forgot about this last episode. Darn it! Okay, nothing happens. Darn! I really wanted this really gross high five, but... Yeah, that's why I got the gloves. Q is not gross. I should probably wrap mine up, too. I don't think, I, I don't think I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it's just you now. Uh, and Giuseppo. Um, but Giuseppo's hasn't grown as much uh, at all, actually. This is just still a spot, for the most part. No, it's because he doesn't do um, anything. Would you stop dunking on Giuseppo? Okay. Not when you, Please. not when you throw him straight down the center. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, what do you want him to do? Not swing at those? Like change change up down the middle. Uh, anyway, uh, also of course, Loriana has uh, interestingly enough has no marks, except for the blind thing. Um, so, you guys go throughout the city. So, Castile, 
um, well, I guess San Felipe specifically, is falling. Uh, everything's to be on fire. It's very similar to Montaigne, except, like, the peasants aren't on the side, either side this time. It's, <laughs> it's uh, the Inquisition versus the current seats of power. So the peasants are just kind of, like, running and hiding and being like, well, I hope this is uh, this is going to be better or something like that. Um, and everybody else is duking it out. Other than that, pretty similar vibes to last time you guys were in a uh, in a city. Um, you make it to the dock. Uh, Sinead, you see the crew. The party is back together. And Sinead, you see the crew at the dock heading up the ship as the city's burning. <laughs> what to, what do you do? Jill starts a fire. What's what's going on over there? It's a bit tense. Uh, there's a military coup that is apparently, with air quotes, not a coup um, happening presently. Oh, did did we start that? No, I think it was starting before us. So, you know, we're kind of lucky we got out soon, though. You know, we got you out of the Inquisition before. Like, as if you were in prison when they started Inquisition. I swear, if you rub this in even more, I will. <laughs> I will. I'll I throw w- a meteor at the ship. I, I am wasn't... still mad about it. I wasn't trying to rub it in. I'm being serious. I, uh, I wasn't I trying to rub it in. Was. I was merely reflecting on the events of the previous day, as one okay. does when one is talking to people. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> now I got to get back into character. Give me a second. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we should probably, like, get out of here because that could be really bad. I'm just saying full military coup while breaking some of the other prison would have been awesome anyway yeah it would have been dope but you know it would have been so cool god i was i've spent so much time time to time trying to plan those to happen at the same time uh okay whatever anyway so you guys luckily get out of there before you have to work too hard to do so uh simply because q's a good lawyer i guess um yeah, Sinead has been on the ship getting everything to sail this time, so you guys don't need to roll any raises in order to get off the dock in time. Um, as you guys sail away, uh, you can see San Felipe slowly but surely shrinking into an ember behind you. Um, another city fallen to what seems to be a sinister plot to destabilize Thea. Uh, the clouds rising above the smoldering city are the only clouds in the sky as a full bed of stars is above you it would be a beautiful night if it weren't for the loud screams of literally everybody in your in your wake um this is you guys are now back at sea which means we get to do one of my favorite parts of a good old swashbuckling adventure and we get to talk about um where we would like to sail next We have a medic on the ship, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, they didn't go to med school, because if they did, they wouldn't be a pirate. But yeah, they we have a medic. Well, right, but if... we have someone in charge of doing medicine. Yes. Okay. Um, I would like to find them and have them wrap up my hand. Okay. Um, so, we... <laughs> Before we decide where we're going, I guess it's fair that Sinead doesn't like her arm falling off. Um, you find the medic. Yeah, sorry, uh, I just kind of took over, but I wanted to do that. <laughs> she, so the medic, she looks to be uh, in her mid-30s. She has very dark skin and uh, black hair. 
she um, is actually not too much taller than you, so she's uh, she's fully grown but rather short. Um, you go to the sick bay, and which is you know like a bed, <laughs> the, the infirmary. It's uh, the captain's infirmary. It's not like all the beds together with the rest of the crew, but it's basically just you by yourself. There's nothing particularly special. Um, there's uh, a table next to your bed, which I assume you're sitting on, and uh, she comes in and brings in a bag full of tools and gauze and wraps and etc. Um, she says, uh, I Captain! <laughs> no, not really. She says, uh, hello. I, uh, you said you wanted to, to, to see me? Uh, yes, I just liked you to, uh, to wrap up this arm. Thank you very much. And I just hold up my, my black arm and I'm not gonna explain any further. I just wanted to wrap it up. So, she, I mean, you can't, oh, you're not doing that. I'm sorry. She's like, it's like um, could you, uh, she starts getting things out of the bag, deal to wrap it up. She goes, uh, would you like to explain what happened here? It might help me cure it, Captain. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm not super sure what, what exactly it is, but uh, it's magic of, of some sort, I believe. I, I don't know. I'm not really... Uh, well versed in 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 magic but it's not a not a battle scar know that for sure um so it's it's of this world though right uh define of this world uh in thea you know from the where you got it from here like not in like is there you said it's magical, but like, what kind of magic are we talking here? Like, is this uh, some kind of otherworldly type thing, or is it like a, a Vodachin witch singed you with fire? Let's say that I passed through a plane that I probably wasn't supposed to pass through twice. She. Is that she has no idea what you're talking about, but she keeps rapping it, you know. Um, she, uh, from her accent, and I cannot do a Scottish accent. I am terribly sorry, or else I'd try it, but it would just come out. It's pretty similar to mine. But um, <laughs> she is from the Highland Marshes. She has a very thick Scottish accent. Uh, apologies for not being able to do one, um, but she just kind of wraps it up and is like, "Okay, sure." And she, for the rest of the time, you see this this character. She's gonna be like a little like, "What?" Um, around you, um, the wrapping job she does. Now, how would you like it wrapped? Like, you want like, almost like like, how, how do you want it to look? Um, probably just like um, arm wrapped normally, except uh, fingers are free. Gotcha. Arm wrap. So like, fingerless gloves. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah, very good fashion statement. Um, <laughs> so she finishes the wrapping job just like you asked. She says, All right, "My name is Una. Um, don't forget to call upon me if you or one of your buddies gets shot." And she like winks at you. Una, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Okay, crew. So. If anybody okay. would like to look at the map, uh, we're going towards, um, again, you guys can go anywhere you want. Um, the Merchant Princes and Josefa's home, if you're still trying to return Josefa to his home and solve this uh, diplomatic crisis, that is in the uh, Signora Islands, or Venice, which is just the 
far south of Vodachi. Um, you guys are leaving San Felipe, which is the far south of Castile. Um, so you can make your way across the uh, the semi-controlled uh, seas to there if you want to go directly, or you can take a stop someplace else and go deep into the Vatican Gulf and go into north. Um, you can guys, you guys can go anywhere you want. Uh, name Wait. an island, name a city, and we can go. Which city well, specifically do we need to go to for Giuseppe? Yeah. Um, you know, I would. Uh, you guys can ask him. He's he's there with you. Okay. Well, seems like we need to have a conversation. Absolutely. He is. Uh, he happens to be. He he is actually leaning out, uh, looking out over the ocean, uh, staring at the like the very last uh, blips of light that is Castile. Um, being fully aware that it's his family that's burned the second country to the ground. Um, he's nice and lonely, and he looks pretty beat up about it. And the worst of all, he's aware that um, he, he's very educated. He knows what the map looks like, and he is the next stop is probably going to be in Vodachi, if anyone would like to talk to him. Uh, yeah, I'll go up. I don't know who else comes. Arthur, are you gonna join from World Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll. No, Arthur's Arthur's kind of sulking right now. He's just sitting in his room. Gotcha. Uh, Giuseppe. Uh, <laughs> about what? What are you sulking about? Yeah, well, I don't know. No, nobody Maybe. really wants to talk to Arthur about his problems, so he's just gonna keep it to himself, you know. So he's just gonna sulk. <laughs> God. He's sad. No one oh cared him. Oh my God. He's sad that a 15-year-old captain doesn't want to listen to his story. Oh, shut up. You are, like, so butthurt that Arthur wants to have a loving relationship. Like... <laughs> you just have to... I Listen, I wanted to. You just have to work for it. This is a 15-year-old Irish girl. You're going to have to work um, for it. No, I don't think he does. I think he's just going to ignore you. I think that's more or less what's going to happen here. Oh my Amazing. god. Okay. Okay. Hey everyone. Uh, welcome back. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through October already. Isn't that insane? Um, 10 months into 2020. Jesus. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about some stuff. Let's go. First of all, thank you to Will Savino again for providing the music for our podcast. Song titles and the link to his Patreon are in the description. Um, on a somewhat unfortunate note, we are going to be taking a short hiatus on uh, on posting episodes on, on the podcast. We haven't really nailed down scheduling yet. Um, this might be the last episode for a while. We might have one next week. We're not we're not really sure yet. Um, but the the lowdown is is that a few of us have been hit by uh, COVID pretty hard recently. So we're taking a moment to just kind of uh, step back and. Uh, take care of ourselves and heal. Um, but in the meantime, we're each going to individually work on getting exclusive content up for our Red Circle subscribers. So if you're still dying for new content over the hiatus, you can get it by becoming a subscriber. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on our socials for what our schedule is going to look like. Um, so be sure to follow those if you want to stay informed. Um, we're not sure how long it's going to be. Um, hopefully it shouldn't be too long. Um, but we're just gonna, we're gonna take as long as we need. Um, but we'll be back as soon as we can. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. If we have an episode next week, it'll be up on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, thank you all. We love you. And I will see you next time.
Uh, anyways, I want to go talk to Giuseppe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm coming. So you two walk up to Giuseppe. Question, do we bring Loriana around? Uh, not at this moment, no. That's probably smart. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, so he just kind of goes like, what do you want? Uh, I just like some questions for you. About what? Well, my first question is, uh, has your family always been such avid supporters of Arson, or is that like a new development uh, since you've I've... disappeared? How am I supposed to know? I haven't even been with them in a while, all right? Come on, like, leave me alone. And he like turns around, so that's... roughly. So I will say that is a new development. Um, so in your experience, since seeing us before you disappeared, you were like a prince and all of that. What is your take on the geopolitical situation we find ourselves in? So he sort of sighs and says, um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that. I, uh, I, there were two men who did love my mother before she died. One was her betrothed and the other one I think she really loved. And, um, either one of those men could have been my father. And I don't know if they're trying to get back at the other one and, or they're both hurt that she passed away and never verified which, which one was my father. And, and they they seem to they used to be best friends and they got along really well and I, I used to thought, you know, and I, at some point I, sometimes I wondered, what was between them, but, um, that was a long time ago and. Bodachi, the merchants control almost all the money in all of the seas, and most of the financials of this world run in and out of the ports. So if you control the money in the seas, you control the money in the ports, you control the money in the ports, you control everything. And You set two other countries so, on fire. You eliminate yeah, competition. Yeah, I mean, Montaigne is the biggest, most powerful country in the world. Right. And it's almost no more. Castile is the center of our globe's major religion, and that's on fire. I mean, there's not a whole lot left. I mean, what's left? Like Inishmore? More like Eisen. There's there's actually quite a bit uh, north and west of here, but I don't think that's really what you're for going now. for, so that's fine. He says, I mean, for now. Um, but, uh, you know, when I was really young, I used to wonder why there were so many nations and why we couldn't all just get along and why we didn't all speak the same language and act the same way and thought maybe if I don't know. Maybe my dad's thought the same thing, I guess. Uh, Make everything Vodachi. Just destabilize all the governments, burn them to the ground, and then invade them while they're weak. Q kind of laughs um, at this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a very... Uh, no offense, that's like a very simplistic way of looking at things. Okay, he's very young. <laughs> so he's... How young? How young is very young? He's like, he's like 19, right? He's like a teenager, he's like a late teenager. Okay. So like, I mean, okay, that's, I feel like that's old enough to, I mean, I don't know, he's still a I teenager. mean, Q's just being mean, so like, it's valid. Right. But, right, no, the way I'm saying this, I bring that up he's young because he's old enough to, so, to, to see your point. Like, he's like, you're just saying that because you're blah, 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 but he's like, not old enough to like, admit that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
like not even close uh, to being you know like bad enough to admit that he's very clearly misunderstanding something. So he goes, uh, "I don't think you understand these situations fully." Uh, You're right. I've only spent the, my entire life in the court of nobles, studying geopolitical scenarios and trying to influence them to my country's favor, but. Um, I'm sure I don't understand as much as a random boy who ran away from home, so. I'm not just a random boy who ran away from home. I'm the prince, the well, crown prince. Okay, so, dot, dot, uh, little experiment here. I mean, right now you are a random boy because no one knows that you're alive. Like, if I killed you right now, no one would know. As far as they're concerned, you're already dead. Um, I mean, the crew knows who I am. I, mean, that's, I could get away from the crew very easily. Now... And, like, what are they going to do? Say that there was a dead crown prince who was here, but also happened to conveniently die before we got to port? Like, no one would believe that. That's, that's, so he, he's, like, he's drawing the connections. I mean, the only people who knew that, um, uh, knew that he was alive for sure was the Vodachin uh, crew that, you know, that originally got you guys. And half of them were killed by the, <laughs> the other half of your crew, and then the rest of them were on the ship. So he goes, yeah, that's a good point. I guess, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess outside Vodachi, no one really knows I'm even, maybe even gone. And the things that I worry about in this scenario is that once we get to... Where exactly are we going right now? Um, he said, oh, I assume back to my father's house. In? Uh, he goes, south of Vodachi. Like, I need a city, man. I need, like, a name. <laughs> we can't just sail to Vodachi vaguely. So, he says, uh, Laurentia. So, once we get ba you back to Laurentia, then we have to try and figure out how we can leverage your being alive into, you know, ending the war on the continent. And I recognize this is, like, a lot to ask of you, but, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because, what, like, do we have an idea? Do we have a game plan of what that's going to look like? Well, I... If the fight... Well, no. I... No. You know, and he's, he's sort of... I... I didn't. I didn't even want to. I mean, I didn't even want to be involved in this. I ran away, you know. And he, he looks to to Sinead, like, help me out. Like, I come on. Like, you do these things in your teenage years. Sinead is not a part of this conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's letting Q take the reins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I get it's like a lot to process, but do you want to go back home? No. I really don't. Laurentia is a... It's... It's a beautiful city. Um, I grew up there, but... I just want to leave all this. But as long as there's fighting, are we going to continue to have all this infighting? And who knows what's going to happen, you know? I, I guess it's the right thing to do, right? Yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. I was hoping you wouldn't say that! And he, like, you know, shoves off again and then, like, goes to a different part of the... Uh, like a few feet down <laughs> along the ship and stares out over the ocean again. I roll my eyes, walk a few feet forward, lean up <laughs> against the edge of the ship, looking at him, uh, kind of like, you know, orthogonal to the way he's standing, looking over the ship to the ocean. Like, none of this is going to get easier. You can't just. 
I mean, you can actually avoid your problems. It'd be very easy if you asked us. I mean, I'm not emotionally invested in, uh, you know, you becoming a good person. So I totally get it if you just want to duck and cover, but you seem to be in some way interested in not being responsible for the entire turmoil of the continent. So it seems like you probably should go back home. I just don't really know exactly what the ramifications of that are. Well, what do you care if a few countries get a little bit destabilized? That's just how it is. You know, we're pirates, let's just sail the sea. Who cares what, who's on the land? I would like to say that I'm only technically a pirate. This isn't like, this is not where I saw myself. Um, while I don't personally find myself invested in all of these countries, you know, I'd like to eventually see that, like, my family is okay. Um, but I am invested if I can use the situation to my favor um, of doing that. He he sort of, like, remembers that you are Montaigne Noble and, like, this whole situation would go badly for anybody. Um, he doesn't know the extent to which he doesn't know that your friend, like, you're we're friends with uh, those close to the emperor, etc. But he does know that, you know, very. He, he knows that you're a Monte Noble, so he's like, yeah, yeah I guess it kind of makes sense, you know. Um, so he turns to Shanae and says, "Well, what's in it for you then? Why do you care?" Well, I'm stuck with you. He's like, "That's true." <laughs> um. So he says, okay, when we get back home, I, there is one thing that we could probably do. If I present myself back to my father and apologize for what I've done, he'll probably lock me up and never let me leave again. And with good reason, not only did they run away, but also maybe causing a large civil war. Um, I won't be able to go outside much. He'll be afraid to run away again, and I'll be probably be under house arrest for the rest of the time my father's alive. I have a quick question. Yes. Uh, which, when you say your father, which one are you referring to? Antonio Vivaldi. He's the one that raised me, and he is not a patient man in most senses of the word. So, and once you come back, this other guy, is he going to, what's going to happen? So he, he gives a long, deep, deep sigh, and then he says, hopefully he will honor the, hopefully he'll honor the code that we have, and recognize me as a true heir and stand down, which every good Vodachi merchant prince should do and we have rules you know there's no rules then you know nobody makes any money and then what's the point you know that's that's the philosophy so just to get this straight when they had this fight over who was your birth biological father and then that's what caused you to run away or did you run away and then they started the fight about your biological father um he said that's that's why i ran away um you know, originally it was it was just getting a lot more intense and I just couldn't take it anymore so I left I I shouldn't have left and I'm so sorry you know he he sort of buries his hands in his uh, buries his head in his hands 
and says, I know it wasn't the right thing to do, and me being gone is definitely what caused all this, but I don't know. I, I don't know which one is actually my father. I mean, Antonio raised me. He, he said he was my real father. Um, he says, but I think we can solve this problem when we get there. I, I'll offer myself up and we can work it out as long as we set sail for home. Um, but please know that I, this has been the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> uh, despite all the near-death experiences, it's much better than being a political pawn and, uh, in a court someplace, stuffy and unromantic and alone. You must not have been very happy then. I don't feel like any merchant prince is happy in Votachi. <laughs> you know, what's there to live for? Family name, money. I mean, look, you have a ship. You're younger than me and you're, you're, you're a captain. You know, you have all the freedom in the world to do whatever you want. You are the luckiest person ever, Sinead. You have everything I could have ever wanted. And Cube, I mean, you talk your way out of every situation. And you're rich. You are so rich. I mean, not as rich as me. But you are really, really, really rich. And Arthur has honor and... I mean, that's it. But that's that's cool. I mean, to be fair, I'm probably not very rich anymore, depending on... Uh how susceptible uh, my family is to beheadings and you fire are, damage. They they are definitely still alive, and you're well on your way to saving them. Uh, you are not as rich. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but um, Giuseppo is very much focused on himself, and he is not thinking about that right now. I just... It was weird. It was all of a sudden, you know, it's... Does anybody, has anybody figured out how we died yet? <laughs> I mean, I know that, what's her name, crashed just on that, that ship, you know, it's, you're like, is he actually forgetting Lady Arbal's name or not? But, what were we even doing on that ship together? I mean, do we remember? No. <laughs> he's, he's just upset and ranting because you got him on a sore subject is what this is. Okay, well, you know. He'll get over it. Um, but uh, I don't really think that matters at this point. Well, what does matter? What matters is what you choose to do now. I don't know what to choose. I mean, I know what I'm supposed to choose, but... Then just I do just what you're supposed to do. Then just do what you're supposed to do. You do what you're supposed to do and you suck it up and hope it gets better. I just, uh, I don't, I want it, uh, and he, he knows you're right at this point, so Giuseppo, he, he's feeling down, and he goes, I don't think I can do it, I don't think I can. Giuseppo, okay, listen to me, you said you felt like a pawn in all of this, right? Yes, multiple ever, times. Multiple times, it's definitely a recurring theme, I understand. Um, have you ever played chess before? He says... I, he looks, like, insulted. Like, <laughs> like yes. Are you familiar like, with the rules? With the rules of chess? It, yes. You know, he's, like, he's not lying. He, he's pretty good at chess. 
Okay, so can you tell me what happens when you take a pawn and it makes its way, one step at a time, all the way to the other end of the board? Well, it becomes any piece it wants, really. Uh, most often a queen. Yeah, because, like, why would you not pick a queen when you could be queen? But that's what this is. You are 19 years old. Of course it sucks. The world is run by greedy people who are, you know, ruining everything for their own personal gain. It's awful. You have to slog through it. But the people who make their way all the way to the end, that's when you get to be in charge. And that's when you get to start screwing over other people to do whatever the fuck you want. But how do I know that I'll make it to the end? You don't. But if you run away, you certainly won't. So, uh, mechanically, Q, I'm gonna give you a hero point. Because <laughs> that, was, that was some good convincing. Um, so he says, okay, well, let's make it through to the end then. Um, also, you might notice that his, uh, his black spot grew a little bit. And he winces and t rips his hand away. And uh, he he sort of just like tries to hide it for a second, but his black spot grew, by the way. And lucky for us, there are witches in Podachi that uh, have less of a risk of getting us set on fire. So perhaps you can find <laughs> some answers there. Uh, he says, "I, I'll be honest. I, I already know what these, what these mean, what they are." Are you serious? I think you do too, Q. Sinead looks over to Q like, what? Have I, have I not? Oh, have I not shared my theories? I've been coming up with theories about so many things. Uh, you've got a theory that's new to me. Right. There's just so much happening. Oh, I also have, uh, well, while we're talking about things that I have, I go through, I don't know, I have a bag or something probably. Um, and wrapped in paper, and I hand Sinead the jacket I purchased for her. <gasps> you got this for me? Yeah, well, you didn't come with our shopping trip, so I didn't want you to feel left out. Uh, she looks at it, and she's just, like, ogling at it. This is obviously the nicest thing she's ever yeah. literally held, probably. And, like, it should be, like, they put, like, beeswax on it, so it should be water-resistant, so don't, like, worry about getting it dirty or anything. Clothes were meant to be worn. I love I'm glad you like it. It was Arthur's idea. Hmm. Um, yes, but anyways, I think uh, we're cursed because we're not supposed to be alive. I think it's throwing off the balance. And so it, this is probably just going to eat away at us until we die or until we figure out whatever the cost of us being back on this plane is. Do you know how much time we got? Um, I was just going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have absolutely no clue. Uh, Giuseppo says, do you know why it's growing? Um, my guess is it has something to do with, like, our soul or our energy that when we're acting, when we're doing things that are affecting the tides of fate, it is consuming us. Uh, he says, exactly. I mean, you're not supposed to be alive. None of us are supposed to be alive. So whenever you do something that affects something in this world, or that's how you feel most alive. And that's what's taxing on us. I feel most alive and effective and less like a 
piece being maneuvered and more like my own person whenever I'm deciding to make up my mind to do something. And I guess that's when mine grows. And he leaves the conversation and then walks uh, walks away unless you stop him. I'll give him some time. <laughs> well, that was quite the conversation. Yeah. I think that, like, some... Uh, well, not everyone's really cut out for, like, the responsibility of, you know, nobility, but... No. Definitely uh, not I, him. I know I'm definitely not. Yeah. I'm glad you found your, your groove, though. You found your niche. I did. I did. Do you know where... Uh, speaking of... Yeah. Arthur, what's up with you, buddy? Right. Uh, so Arthur wasn't there for that conversation. Um, what he would like to... <laughs> he just has no idea. I, I... <laughs> I mean, frankly, Sorry. he kind of doesn't care about Giuseppe's whole deal. Like, he wants to go back to Avalon. And that being said... Currently, he is looking around the storage hole of the ship to see if there's anything that he can assess, like, on eye value as, like, particularly valuable. He wants to kind of take stock of what the value is of our cargo that we just bought. Um, so, yeah, the the date missions went pretty well. Um, there's some pretty good food around, uh, some pretty high-quality stuff. You definitely see that some people in addition to buying carrots and potatoes, also stopped by some trinkets and got some Castilian uh, Im- you know, imagery type stuff, mostly religious. Not all of it's, in fact, almost none of it's like actual gold. It's all gilded. It's uh, stuff you would have in like a chapel. So um, stuff that's not like inherently valuable, but a lot of stuff to like, they're sailors and it was gold <laughs> uh, looking kind of stuff. Um, of course, they also got some other supplies for the ship, so there's some new ropes around for rigging, and there's some uh, some new bedding and stuff from anything that's been burnt or singed or blown up or whatever else. So, is there anything that he could easily, like, stash in, like, a bag that he could, like, sell off when they get to port? Absolutely. Like, there's... Your pirate crew definitely looted a bunch of... Uh, a bunch of random stuff in addition to the like the carrots potatoes and meats they picked up it looks like a few of your uh pirates uh got a couple of trinkets they probably <laughs> didn't pay for uh mostly religious imagery they saw something gold and thought it was pretty uh etc so um it's all in like just the loot uh just the loot area of you guys' cargo ship Gilded items um, of Church of the Prophets lore, Prophets type lore and stuff. Um, you definitely also find some some weapons that don't look as practical as they do pretty. <laughs> so if you want to grab some of that, um, you know, gold. There's golden religious stuff mostly. Uh, nothing too pricey. Um, you could probably assume that anything somebody stole that was really nice, like a diamond ring they kept on their person and didn't throw in the cargo. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's plenty of stuff True. you want to take it. Your, your pirate, your Vodachian pirates, mostly, maybe some of the Castilian ones too, did not have a lot of self-control. <laughs> old, old habits die hard for pirates. Um, okay, so Arthur normally wouldn't, like, steal, especially, like, from people that he knows, but considering that he just, like, absolutely is sure that none of this was bought and paid for, and that he's, like, sailing with pirates, he, like, has really no scruples about taking some of it, so... He's going to grab some of the things that, like, are more valuable, but, like, less bulky. Like, if there's any, 
like seemingly like valuable metal crosses or like things that can easily fit into like pockets or bags he's gonna take as much of that as he can and put it into like his rucksack and then try to leave Uh, absolutely i mean you do so pretty easily i mean it's just kind of sitting there and you have full clearance because you're friends with the captain so (laughs) uh you have plenty of it um a ship ride from rodachi back to avalon is relatively uh inexpensive so you'll have enough for supplies uh, as well as some when you get back (laughs) so uh, as the night passes and it's your first night back at sea um the uh, city of san felipe is now a distant memory as you're sailing between uh, the islands in the south of Odachi and the now burning country of Castile. Um, daily activities come and go as normal. Um, the crew seems to be pretty happy. Most of them buddied up with their <laughs> with their buddies from earlier. Uh, Una seems to be a little bit busier, um, just trying to get everybody back into shape in case anybody uh, sustained any injuries. But other than that, it seems to be another beautiful day aboard the ship. Giuseppo is nowhere to be found. Nobody has seen him since the conversation last night. Uh, it looks like he is just gone. All of his bed is packed and everything else. None of the lifeboats are missing. None of the lifeboats are missing. Nothing seems to be missing on the ship except for him himself, uh, which does seem a little bit suspicious. Um, the uh, the one other thing that seems a little bit fishy is this really odd smell going about the ship how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering so you can plan with confidence free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected and 24 7 customer support means you can travel worry free Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.